Welcome to The Leadership Line, a podcast that covers everyday work issues. From dealing with jerks at work to feeling burnt out, Tammy and Scott's experience, along with their different perspectives, help listeners grow, examine realistic options and alternatives, and identify those actionable solutions to the tough issues we face every day at work. So how do you deal with favoritism in the workplaces? (laughs) Especially when you know you aren't the favorite. Yeah. Tammy, how do you deal with that? I was going to say, Scott, since you just came in second, I think you should talk about the fact that your soul is crushed. My soul is crushed. You did not get chosen first for the project. I was second chair. I don't even know if you were asked a second chair. I think you were just. Yeah. It reminds me of a Night Court episode, if if you remember the TV show Night Court, where uh, the young judge is on the bench. And he and he discloses how he got the job, and and he says that uh, you know I called this person and they weren't available. I called this person, they weren't available. I called that person, and he was one of the bottoms on the list. And because he happened to answer the phone on a Sunday, he got the judgeship. <laughs> <laughs> There's our criteria. You showed up. <laughs> yeah, he, sh- he showed up. Um, but Scott, honestly, truly, truly, that's a big part of this, right? Do you show up every day? Yep. Do you do your job? Are you actually providing value to your organization and to your boss? And, you know, that is one of the ways that you become, quote unquote, a favorite. Yeah. And, and I think there's there's a sub question here as well. Is favoritism okay? Yes. And, and I think it is one of, I think it's a fact of life that it is going to happen. We have, we all have choices. I think the difference is if you're not the favorite, am I treating you badly? Uh, That, that is not, that is very, very different. And if you're not the favorite, there's, there's a little bit of, okay, number one, eat a little, eat some humble pie for a moment, then step back and say, okay, how come? So Scott, the, the piece about this is, and I think people have this impression that at work, everyone should be treated equally. Yet if you're in a work setting. We all know, you know, I know, everyone knows who is the worker, right? Who contributes, who slacks, who does not, you know, bring things of value to the organization. We all know, we can actually look at the entire staff and we can like lay it out in terms of all of that. And if you're not on that continuum in the front end where you add value, where people want to work with you, where truly what you are doing is making a difference, I don't think you should be treated equally, right? Because what it's saying is those people who are putting in the extra effort, those people who are working and really making a difference, they should be elevated, okay? They, in my opinion, you know, they're not equal. So they, because they're doing unequal contributions to the organization. And, and so my, my answer to when people say, but that, you know, I'm not being treated the same. And the answer is when you behave in this particular way, you'll get those privileges. Yeah. And I wonder if it's not about um, being treated equal as much as saying everyone should be treated with respect. Yes, I everyone agree. Should be treated fairly. I agree with I, that too. Right. And that's regardless. Of, I mean, we can talk about race, gender, sexual, all of that stuff. Okay. Respect, 
and fairly. Then truly the differentiation is going to be what are the outcomes that you're contributing to your team, to the organization? That doesn't mean, are you working 80 hours versus 40? It's no. How are you contributing in a positive way? Are you playing nice with others? And if you are, then yes, you are likely going to be a favorite and you are going to get some added benefits, which could be maybe you get a little more time off. Maybe you get a little more grace on being late. Maybe you get higher pay. Maybe you're eligible for a promotion. That to me is because I think when you talk, um, is it equal? People immediately think, well, that, that's biased. That's pre-, and, and that's not what we're talking about. Nor does the law ask us to do that, right? right? Which I think is a misinterpretation. So years and years and years ago, um, it's still one of my favorite books. Um, I had the opportunity to work with the author, James Autry, and he wrote a book called Love and Profit. And he was making the distinction, you know, that, you know, typically organizations are about profit. And he was saying, as a leader, you have to love and you have to get profit business results, right? You and I now talk about that in terms of the human business model, all right? He was the person who first introduced that to me when I was 27 years old. So that tells you kind of how long ago it was. However, it was such a brilliant concept and it's still a great book. And he opens that book by telling the story, World War II, he was a pilot, his wife had just had a baby and he went in and he asked for leave to go see his brand new baby. And his boss at the time said, I, you know, if I do that for you, I have to do that for everybody. And he said, no, you don't. You could just do it for me. And I have always remembered that story. And I have always aligned with that story. Anti-in to the organization, anti-in to the team, anti-in to this place where you are giving. And if you work for a great organization, that organization is going to give back to you in full, the same way. If you are just doing the bare minimums, there's no reason for the organization, for your boss to actually give back to you in that way, because you're just doing enough to get by. So that piece, are you showing up? Yes. Are you getting along with others? Yes. Are you doing what the boss says? Yes. That's like expectations. What are you doing above and beyond that? Are you looking to grow? Are you saying, how can I make that better? Are you like becoming more? In that case, if you are, you're going to get paid back, right? Not necessarily in a perfect raise, not necessarily, you know, by always getting like the quote unquote favorite tag. Simply, sometimes you'll get a better project. Sometimes you'll get an opportunity that others won't. Anti and give. When you give, eventually that will be seen and you will receive. And in receiving, if other people call that favoritism, it's probably because they aren't giving. Yep. And, and I think there's there's an aspect of, as a leader, I need to give as well. Absolutely. And as an, as an individual and team, I need to give. And yep. when you do that, you will come together. Yes. If one is giving more than another, that's where it becomes unbalanced. You fracture outcomes. And, and you sometimes need to be a little patient. And what I mean by that is I'm not always going to give 
exactly what you give, Scott, right? And I might not give in the same way. We just had this conversation. You're an hours guy, right? You will put in more hours than anybody I know. And I tried to match your hours. I just can't. I don't have the energy to match your hours. So I have to give in another way. And if the way that I'm giving is is equal to, it's just not the same, then you and I will be in okay with one another. But if you see that I'm not giving in another way that's equal to, even though it's different, right, then you will be resentful or I would be resentful and in that spot. And so sometimes it's you have to look at it a little bit long term and not say this week, not say this month, this quarter, if we look back and then we can look at it. Because, you know, in any given week, I might not be giving in the same way that you're giving. And, and I and think so it, it's a long game. It, to me, it becomes um, value, not necessarily monetary value. How do we each perceive each other's value in that in that relationship or in that role, whether it's leader to, to staff, staff to staff, leader to leader? Do we see the value and do we see that as equal? And if we see that that it's valuable, we see that equal over the course of time, then you're in a good place. Yes, Scott, I love that. And I'm going to add one little thing. Go looking for what's right instead of what's wrong. When you look for what's right, when you look for how they're contributing, when you're looking for you know, how that person adds value, if you're simply looking at the downside, you are going to always say it's unequal. Go looking for the gifts that that person brings. That helps take a lot of that resentment out of it. And then we don't have favorites. We're all moving forward. Do we have favorites? Yeah, because some people don't understand how they need to contribute, all right? But if everyone contributes and we see value in that, we see value in different ways, but it won't be this disparity in favoritism. Up this week's episode of the Leadership Line. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week.